0: So I'm pretty stoked. Um, well, I mean, I'm as stoked as you can get about such things. I um <laughs> I just I just switched my insurance over to the new truck. Okay. Cuz we're picking that up As soon as the kids get, wake up, we're going to leave. Yeah. And so first of all, I was on call, I was on hold for the, with them for like 20 minutes before I, before I took Link to his appointment. Yeah. And then I actually had to ditch the call cuz I'm like, well, we have an appointment to go to and like I'm sure this is going to take more than 10 minutes anyway. Then I was on hold for forty minutes again. Like I was on hold for a total of an hour to get through to them. Very annoying. I I know that they're working from home and oh, did I forget my drink upstairs? Dang it! <sighs> anyway, you can go get um, it. I know I will. So Sean doesn't have a vehicle anymore as of like okay. today.
1: So so a, a couple things here, and because I need I need clarification on that part right there. Right. So, so first of all, you want to know how long it takes me to like add and remove a vehicle from my insurance? Right. Like, like, like twenty minutes. Cause you could, I could do it through an app. Like, it's so, it's so easy. So, uh, I'm sad. I'm sad for you that you had to wait on hold for that long. Cause that sounds terrible.
0: Well, I mean, I just put it on speaker. It wasn't really a big deal. It was more just <laughs> like just I annoying. had stuff to go on to, and it's like nor- normal days, it wouldn't matter. I would just put my speaker on. <laughs> or my phone on speaker and it would be fine but today I had stuff going on.
1: Okay. So here's the other thing I'm I'm now curious about. So you told me that you're going to go down to one vehicle, right? Mm-hmm. But it sounded like you had to sell Sean's car like yourself.
0: No, we just traded both in.
1: Oh, okay. Now were these not cars you were leasing?
0: So people have like such a misunderstanding with leasing. Like, oh, I have someone an who, insane
1: misunderstanding on leasing.
0: So leasing, you still can own the vehicle. So anytime we've ever leased a car, the only thing it does is make your payment lower. So at the end of five years, you owe money instead of having your car owned outright. Okay. But the problem is cars depreciate in value. So if you buy a brand new vehicle... Putting money into a brand new vehicle is kind of dumb because, I mean, for some people who are going to keep the vehicle, maybe like we know after five years we're likely not keeping the vehicle. Yeah. But even if you did, like Sean looked at his, like Sean ended up making money on his trade-in for his last car. Like they just treat it like it's your vehicle. You just trade it in like a financed vehicle.
1: Okay, that is not like, I always assumed it's basically you renting it for that no. number of years. And then you have the chance or choice to buy it afterwards.
0: You can buy it for the remaining value. So like, yeah. let's pretend my car is worth 20,000. Sure. And instead of putting whatever that would be over five years, I know that's really simple math, but my brain is fried today.
1: Yeah, that's fine. So
0: let's say your car payment is $250 a month. Okay. And at the end of the five years you owe, we also always do with the exception of this truck, cause it wasn't an option we always do either 0.9 or 0% interest. So okay. like you're borrowing money for free. So it's not like you're paying interest on a vehicle that you're not like anyway, this this truck we are. So I'm hoping this truck works out to be a longer term vehicle. Um anyways, at the end of your lease, let's say you owe $5,000 at the end of your lease. I have no idea what you would owe. Okay. You your car like especially like certain vehicles like toyota tends to be toyotas tend to hold their value yes so your corolla at the end of five years is worth say ten thousand so you can just like trade it in for ten thousand you owe five so you would get five thousand dollar cash okay so it's really it's it's really no different than financing except your monthly payment is usually half um I don't yeah. know. we just don't like throwing money into a vehicle that we know we're not keeping it just doesn't make sense
1: yeah i i i mean y- you and i talked about this before like when amy's buying a car we talked about like maybe leasing is the right option mm-hmm. but the our goal going in is like this is a 10-year car right and i'm hoping with the highlander because it's a toyota like you said it it's going to hold its value and it's also going to hold its quality that so it for us be. like
0: even with the truck we're like that is possible with us but even still mm-hmm. Our monthly payments are lower. And then at the end of the five-year lease, then we can choose to just go like, you know what, for whatever reason, this va- this truck dropped in price. Although apparently Tacomas hold their value better than like any vehicle. Uh, yeah. Um, But let's just pretend the economy goes to shit and our vehicle's worth nothing. We can just like not worry about it and drop it off at the dealership. Like like when Sean's lease was up, we were thinking like worst case, we're just zeroed out. So, like okay. who cares?
1: So it, let's say... And 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 this has become car talk more than parent talk, obviously. (laughs) But but let's say, at the end of the say it's a three year lease, right? At the end of three, we wouldn't do that
0: because that would be end up paying you'd end up paying as much for financing at that point. You may as well just do finance for five years. But anyway,
1: okay, I I I don't know. I I keep seeing these three year lease things. Like that's something I see on TV. I thought that's how it worked a lot of times. What do I know, right? But let's say, say okay, sure, people do it. Five year lease. We'll say five year lease. That that you know more about. So five year lease. At the end of it, let's say you owe like you're you owe ten thousand. Let's just say okay. we, you owe ten thousand. Sure. sure, easy number. And let's say at this point the car is only worth six thousand.
0: Then I can just give it back.
1: And you don't have to worry about that four thousand dollar gap. No. But so, if you want to keep it, then you have to refinance that amount you owe left.
0: You can either you can either just pay for it outright, like if you happen to you know your old Auntie Betty died and left you 20 grand and you have this money to spend you could just buy it out. Um you can buy out your lease at any time.
1: So so if it's worth 15 grand and you owe yes. 10 grand when you go to drop it off say I don't want this car anymore will you get 5 grand or only if you trade it in for another vehicle.
0: So again there would be three options. Your option A would be just drop it off. You don't want to f- you don't want to worry about it. Like a lot of businesses do this, right? Like they just don't want to deal with it. Okay. Like, it's a business car and like that's why a lot and plus it's easier to write off a lease. That's another reason we lease is because I write off my car payment and okay. appa- I don't know anything about it. I give it to my accountant, but apparently it's better to write off a lease than to write off a finance vehicle. I whatever that means. So at the end of a lease, you can just drop it off. You can pay out the balance and own the vehicle outright and then go and sell it privately for 15 grand and had only paid 10 or whatever. Or you can refinance that, that smaller amount okay. over, say, two years or three years or five years, whatever you want.
1: So what's the downside? And I, and here's the thing is, like, I remember looking at this option whenever I was we were buying Amy's last car. And we decided not to go with it. And I, I felt like I remember there being a downside. Like, there was a reason why we we're like, let's not do this. Here's the downside. But I don't remember what it was now.
0: So technically, so if you have a lease and at the end of your lease, you plan to just drop the car back off of the dealership we always buy toyotas we always know the value is going to be more than what we owe at the end unless something crazy happens yeah own toyotas forever that's never been the case the only downside and a lot of people i think with like domestic cars like with a dodge for example you might owe more at the end of your dodge lease than your car is worth like there's a probably a good chance of that So then when you drop off your car, if you've gone over the kilometers
1: that you're allotted
0: within a lease, then you have to pay something. I have literally never worried about that because, A, I don't ever go over those kilometers. Although last year I might have. Um, But if you did, for us, our cars are always worth more than the end amount. So we just... We would either buy it and just sell it if we weren't going to trade it in. But we always just trade it in.
1: Okay. So right now... We just now, don't like
0: selling vehicles. Like, we definitely take a little bit of a hit because of sure. the convenience of just trading in a vehicle. Like, oh, yeah. We also know the owner of the, like, 20 big dealerships here really well. And I always see what they give us for our vehicles. And it's, like, what I would sell it for. <laughs> so, so I would never...
1: Okay. And attempt it. So you and Sean currently have two vehicles you're leasing, and you're trading correct. both of them in, correct? And getting this truck, you're going That's to right. one vehicle thing. Okay, so you and I have discussed this a little bit
0: mm-hmm.
1: the 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 potential downside of doing this, like, mm-hmm. um, and that is, you know, whoever has the kids probably needs the vehicle for the most part, especially at this age when they're young and something mm-hmm. could happen. No,
0: you said that. I didn't agree with it.
1: Oh, you don't agree with that?
0: No. So Sean Sean never goes anywhere with the kid like so if Sean has the kids okay the only time he goes somewhere is if he goes to his parents which he would be totally fine not to do
1: okay but so here's where my question comes in what if you're out someplace Sean's home mm-hmm. with the kids and there's an
0: emergency so we thought about this and okay. I talked to my good friend Shauna who I think listens to the show and she kind of agreed with me well Sean and me had talked about this, and I needed like an outside person to say like, "Yes, that's what would happen." So if it was an emergency that didn't require like an immediate like, "We need to leave right now because this is an emergency," Sean could call me, and I would just like my job is I would be able to say like, "Hey, I am so sorry, I have to go home." The off chance that happens, not sure. on would. Or if it's a true emergency, even if he had a vehicle, he's going to be calling nine one one.
1: See. And I don't know, like they, they, they say there's like three instances of in which you call for an ambulance, right? Like loss of life, loss of an eye or loss of a limb or something like that's what they say. Cause otherwise it's better just to drive yourself to the hospital or have someone drive you to the hospital or whatever. Cause and I think I, it's like that here. <laughs> oh, well the, the problem is, is like ambulances are like stupid expensive and only slightly covered by insurance out here. Like, like you will end up paying uh, so much money for an ambulance if you have to get an ambulance yeah. ride.
0: I live in Canada, so that's not an issue. So
1: ambulance rides don't cost anything extra?
0: They do. There is and a lot of people don't know that, but it's not a lot of money.
1: Oh god, no. Here from my understanding and I've never had to do it, right? But my understanding is like ambulances are crazy expensive, right? Cuz a lot well, of them are shocking. privately owned. You
0: live in the states. Well, <laughs> sure,
1: but it's I think a lot of it are, are like a privately owned companies, right? And, and for whatever reason, insurance only covers a certain portion of it and, and all these different things. So.
0: No. And I mean, again, knock on wood, but that's never happened. It's never come up. A lot of the times it's like living by the exception is kind of a silly way to live. Like, yes, this could happen off chance, but like the problem is Sean's vehicle has been sitting in her driveway unused with the exception of his podcast, the Xbox Drive. Yeah, <laughs> here's a little here's a little plug for for Sean.
1: <laughs> yeah, because he needs it.
0: <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, from from, from our this many show. viewers. Yeah. Um, and like he'll just take the truck. Like, and it'll be. And you know what? The off chance that he does need the vehicle and I have to shoot, he'll just have to drop me off and pick me up. So,
1: you you said he normally takes the bus to work, right? Yes. How does he get to the bus stop? I think I asked this. I don't remember if you so answered it. So he or
0: does not. drive to the bus station now, but he has also taken like the local bus to the bus like the commuter bus station.
1: And, and I'm assuming he said I'm fine with this, right? Like I'm saying oh, yeah. okay. Oh well, good. I hope it and works I mean,
0: out. I I I think it will. Like I was I was on the like when he first brought it up, I'm like, absolutely not happening. Like we're not even having this discussion. You need a vehicle. Yeah. And then like, the more I thought about it, the more I'm like, does he like maybe I don't know, maybe he doesn't. And then I talked it over with a few friends and talked it over with Sean. And it's like, you know what, we probably don't need a second vehicle. The big thing for us is we're paying for a vehicle. We're not driving. So, like we're paying for a vehicle that sits, we pay for insurance, we pay our car payment on a car that sits in our driveway 90% of the time. It takes up driveway space. And like Sean even said too, he's like, I'm not attached to this car in any way. Like he doesn't like it really. Like it's it's just a form of transportation for him. Like and I think you feel the same way about your vehicle. You're like, it's fine, but whatever. Well,
1: and, and that's something because like Amy and I discussed it a little bit because I have my motorcycle, right? Yes. Uh, which my, my monthly payments are pretty low. And my insurance is incredibly inexpensive. Mm-hmm. Um, and most of the times, like even if it's cold, and even if it's a little bit raining, if I need to take it somewhere, I have the gear to be able to do that. Right. Like I can get on, I can, I have my, you know, full rain suit and everything. Right. Um, and my car doesn't get used a lot. And especially when I'm traveling, which, oh, <laughs> by the way, <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll I'll tell you more off the air, but yeah, my traveling starting back up. So who knows how that's going to mess with schedules and stuff. Um, But you know, we talked about selling, you know, my car uh, because it doesn't get used that often. But Mm -hmm. now like sometimes I drive instead of having to worry about getting a a lift or an Uber to get to the airport early in the morning. Sometimes, Mm -hmm. you know, I've got to where I drive and just park down there. So I don't know. You've almost inspired me to like look into this again, just because I I never thought,
0: we could do that. Like if you would have at, well, we did talk about it. Like, I don't know a week ago, two weeks ago. And I'm like, Nope, not happening. I don't even know why this is like a discussion to literally it's happening. Like insurance is over tonight at midnight. Our cars are going to the dealership at four o'clock and we're picking up this new truck, this new truck. So I have a really funny story about this new truck. If we're done with this.
1: Uh, well, I, the the one thing I want to say is if anyone else out there has, you know, a full family being husband, wife, husband, husband, wife, wife, whatever, right? (laughs) Two spouses and kids. And as a single car household, I want to hear from you because I want to hear how well it works. And if there's like, I don't know, stresses that I'm not thinking about.
0: Well, and one thing like Sean and me did talk about, there is like the odd time. Sean doesn't need to drive to work, but driving to work is helpful. Like for whatever reason, um, and we're like, you know what, for the amount we're saving every month, like if twice a year he has to Uber to work, no big. and chances are if he Ubers to work or has to Uber from work, like I can probably drive
1: like him to work person. or pick yeah. him up.
0: Like, I mean, maybe not both, maybe both. Like, my schedule is pretty flexible, especially right now. Like, the kids have nothing going on. So like, we just do whatever we do. We don't have the obligations of school and swimming and music and whatever else. It, you know what? Gotta say, it's kind of been nice. I'm kind of getting used to this no activity life that we're <laughs> living. So, when I test so whenever we 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 drive a vehicle that we're thinking about purchasing, we always take it for the weekend. So we know the people at the dealership really well, and they usually let us take it for the well, not, they always let us take it for the weekend. Just so I can get like a true like, is this going to work for our life? Because a half-hour test drive with a salesperson is never helpful. Like, well, I the, like it. It drives well. Yay!
1: They don't <laughs> let you put a couch in the back of it during a test drive with the exactly. with the dealer guy.
0: <laughs> so it was good because like I wanted to make sure because the truck's a little higher and like Link is thirty two pounds and Ellie is twenty some pounds. Like, I wanted to make sure that getting them in and out of their rear facing car seats in the truck wasn't going to be something I hated doing. Like I wanted to do it more than just one time putting them in and one time putting them out. Yeah. So we test drove a white truck. Cause I thought, cause we've always owned white vehicles, which I know we're a little racist in our vehicle owning.
1: Jeez. Um, tough time to be making that joke. I know.
0: Right. Mm, <laughs> tough crowd. Um, but we've always owned white vehicles. My mom owns a white vehicle. My sister owns a white vehicle. Like white vehicles are just kind of our thing. God, oh, there's so, I test drove so dirty, so truck. fast. I didn't love, like, Sean and me both were like, eh, with the white Tacoma, because it just looks like, it looks like a work truck that, like, hasn't had, like, its yeah. decals, I'll say the American way, put on yet. Yeah. So, it just, didn't, it just looks, like, unfinished, or it looks like I'm driving my, like, I work for the county, mowing lawns, whatever. <laughs> So it wasn't quite my thing, but I also like would have been fine with it. I'm not very picky. The one color I knew I didn't want was black cuz black shows everything. And I also knew I didn't want like an obnoxious color, but I was like white, silver, gray, maybe even like I actually looked at the red truck and I got to say it was actually pretty pretty. They,
1: they are really <laughs> nice looking.
0: <laughs> um red would definitely not be my first choice, but if they were like, "Hey, it's literally the only one we have and if you want it for this price, like you got to take it." I probably would have taken it. So We test drove a white truck. We've always driven white vehicles. I call a different dealership. It's a whole long story. We won't go there. But I ended up shopping, which if you are shopping for vehicles, it's like the worst thing you can do to a salesperson. As someone who used to sell cars, it hurts you to your core. But I shopped them. I went back to our old dealership that we always deal with. And I said, you know, I'm pretty flexible in color, but my my top choice would be like that charcoal gray. He goes, well, you're in luck because that's the color I have. Perfect. We pull up to the dealership. So keep in mind, Link is three. Like, he's obviously not making big decisions for us in life. I hope not. That being said, we've talked about my son, and he's very obsessive. If I have to hear about something for the next year, I might make a decision based on that. It wouldn't be his decision, but it would be, like, for my own benefit. So we pull up and I'm like, "Wow, Lincoln, do you want to go drive the truck?" Yeah, I want to go drive it. So he loves the truck by the way. Like yeah. he was super stoked about this test drive and like all weekend he wanted to drive Mommy's truck. So we pull up to the dealership. We get out of the car. I can see I parked next to the truck I assumed was the one that would be mine. It's gray. Look at this cool gray truck, Lincoln. Instantly starts crying and like Lincoln doesn't like cry much like he cries when he's kind of at the end of his rope and really frustrated but like for him to just immediately cry is not like him he starts crying no mommy I don't want the gray truck and he's crying and like the salesman walks up to me and I'm like well this is awkward so I'm laughing because this is hilarious like as if like he even cares but he does so I'm like well he'll get over it and he goes well do you want to test drive it I said no I've test driven it like all weekend we're good so he has to fill out some paperwork so in the meantime i'm like okay this is the truck we're buying so like i need link to be on board because i don't want to hear no gray truck for the rest of the year and that's how he'll be (laughs) that would be
1: okay from an outsider's perspective i know that would be the greatest thing ever is every time you got in he told you no gray truck
0: it's both hilarious kind of bad and also like kind of sad like it, so i called sean or i messaged sean i'm like so link is like legit crying over the gray truck and he's like well do they have a white one i'm like white is not an option so i'm like can you just like talk to him on the phone so he, i call sean and sean's like i don't know what sean said but i'm assuming like oh the gray truck's so cool no daddy no daddy i don't like the gray truck i want the white truck so and people in the dealership are just like every time they walk by they're cracking up at this because like this little boy who by the way is wearing like a cute little blazer he's got his hair slicked back he looks like he's a salesman i don't want the gray truck i want the white truck so even grandma has tried to like get involved and like oh cool gray truck nope i don't like the gray truck i like the white truck oh my god
1: has, has he not turned on this yet
0: no, so I actually like we were at the dealership for probably two and a half hours, me and the two kids. And I'm like, "Hey, like, let's go sit in the driver's seat and let you honk the horn." No, no, I don't want the gray truck. <laughs> oh. Like, oh my god! So I will definitely be videotaping his reaction today. I've already like messaged the sales guy and said like I'm going to be mortified, but there's a really good chance my kid's going to have like a full-on tantrum. Um, <laughs> we've been we've been prepping him
1: you need you need to go live on twitter with this is what you need to do
0: so bad like it's gonna be both hilarious but like one of those things where you like you're like okay my kid's having a tantrum he's three these things happen typically they don't with my kid and we definitely like don't let it happen in public like if link's having a tantrum i'm the first to be like leave my shopping cart and get out of there like i don't tolerate it but like in this case it's kind of hilarious like this is what he's upset about and like I know Link because my mom's like, oh, he'll get over it. I'm like, do you know my son? Like, come on, Grandma. You should know this. He is going to obsess over this for the rest of his life. It'll be like he'll be in therapy at 28 years old being like, you know, when I was three. Yeah. My mom bought this gray truck instead of a white truck. And it just so I was telling him in the dealership. I'm like, when you're 16 and you buy a car, you can buy whatever color car you want. No, I want a white truck, Mommy. (laughs) Oh, God. So I will videotape it, now, and I will definitely share it, and did, it'll either be just awful and maybe hilarious, or it'll just be hilarious.
1: Were Were you able to, like, show him the inside to show him that it's all the same on the inside? Like people, all the same on the inside.
0: He, well, first of all, it actually is different on the inside. But but not
1: by much. Um, it might be a different trim or something, like a different color so fabric it, it or something. it goes from a late,
0: light gray to a very, very almost black, like dark gray. Okay. It doesn't matter. He wouldn't even go near the truck.
1: Uh, so so, so then, what is so how are you gonna handle this
0: today? Well so Sean and me are going together to pick up the truck. So Smart. like even so so yesterday I was supposed to take the truck home. But then I realized like I'm getting a, a remote starter and three M tape or whatever it is.
1: Yeah, that, that protects the, the paint.
0: Yeah. So I've never I've never had the three M but oh, threw it is. it in, so why not?
1: It is nice. Like I had it on yeah. my old Tacoma years and years ago. It's nice.
0: Basically, the guy really took care of us. And he's like, he's like, do you want the 3M? This is how much it will make your payment. I'll give it to you for cost. I'm like, you know what? We're like, we were at the max payment that I wanted to be at. And I'm like, as nice as that would be, like, honestly, like we are at our max and I really don't want to add anything. He's like, you know what? I hate when my trucks leave here without 3M. I'm just going to, I'm just going to do it for you. I'm like, all right.
1: (laughs) So here's the question though. Like for all you car dealership people out there, why not just do it to begin with? Right? Like I understand you you make make your money money off it. But like, if you're going to so, throw it in for free afterwards,
0: wait, these guys, I don't know. I, I honestly, so we know the owner pretty well. So the yeah. owner doesn't work at this. So he used to work at this dealership as the, uh, dealer principal, like the head honcho guy, right? Okay. Like he's, he's invested in it because his dad literally owns like all of them throughout Canada. So I used to work for him. I, he was my manager back in the day. And then he worked his way up to general manager. And then now he's, I don't know what he does. He's in head office now. So when I texted him, he's like, well, I'm actually not at a, at a dealership anymore, but I will message this guy, Lou cash. And he will.
1: His, wait, wait, wait hold a second. The guy you're buying your truck from, his name is Lou cash.
0: Like Luke-ish. Luke, Lou, Lou cash. Like it's, polish oh okay so
1: it's not like first name lou last name cash
0: (laughs) i mean it might be but also with dollar signs (laughs) yes it's like it's like
1: (laughs) if i went to a car dealership and the guy's like hi my name's lou lou cash i'd be like i'm just gonna go to the next one
0: so this guy like he is awesome he kind of looks like he is like the good looking james bond villain (laughs) okay um anyways super super nice guy anyways right away like he called me on his day off and like I think when you get a call from the guy we know and says like hey take care of this person I think you take care of them like I think I think I have the right connection like not to like drop names but not really drop them because I'm not gonna say who it is but so like I think when we went in like our the numbers were way off and I'm like look like and he knew like I'm just like you know I don't want to do the dance like let's just bottom line it here and he's like you know what here it is. And like, I can see everything when they, when they show us the numbers, they show us like the backend numbers and stuff. They, yeah. de- they definitely, they're not making a lot of money off us We're And I always say that I'm like, I kind of feel bad because we're kind of like the demanding customers that you guys don't really get a lot of money from, but we're also pretty easygoing. Like, Like they give us a car and we kind of drive it and we come back and we're like, hey, just give us the bottom line. Like, I don't need a delivery, a delivery, you know, like they they show you the vehicle. I don't need that. I know Toyota's usually better than the salespeople do. So anyways, it was good. It was really fun. It was hilarious watching Link walk around and no white truck. And he's like, Mommy, what's your favorite color truck? I'm like, gray. Oh, I love the gray truck. Oh, I don't like the gray truck. I like the white truck. I'm like, oh, God. So, anyways, we'll see how it goes. I will I think as soon as the car seats go in, he's gonna just start losing his mind. Um, I'm hoping he surprises wait. me and once the car seats go in, he like realizes that it's our vehicle. But I'm I'm ninety percent sure he's going to just lose his mind. So Sean, because they had to do the remote starter and the three M, rather than bring the car back, yeah. I'm just like, you know what, just do it all and then Sean and me can come with both vehicles tomorrow, drop them off. Then I have his help when Link ultimately loses his, loses mind. Loses his mind. Yeah. So wish me luck. I, I am it's, really looking forward funny. to hearing I'm about just, it. I'm just going to try and like see the humor in it and not be embarrassed. And like I said, I've already I messaged this uh, Luke guy and said like, just a heads up. My three-year-old is probably going to lose his mind. He's like, this is going to be hilarious. I'm like, I'm glad that you can see the humor in it too, because this is going to be the, maybe one of the most embarrassing things as a parent. I don't know.
1: I love it. It's, I mean, of all the things, of all the things to have it like be a big deal about whatever. It's like, you know what? At least this one, there's like the humor value. It's not like your kid's throwing a fit, but throwing a fit over something like ridiculous. Yes. Yeah. I like it. I like it. And I'm jealous. As I've told you, I, I went online and built myself one. And then I was like, well, but I'm not doing that because there's no, absolutely no reason for me to, you know, be putting money into a new vehicle with as little as I drive
0: yeah it's gonna so, be kind of amazing pretty excited
1: yeah um didn't you have something else you had something else you did today dealing with link
0: yeah so link How'd had his go? speech assessment today so i've never i've obviously never been a part of a speech assessment yeah um it was very interesting so especially right now with covid so they have this like custom table like it looked like it was it didn't look like they made it like it looked like it was actually made for this so it had like a um like a plexiglass like barrier with a little like hole in the bottom yeah and so she was on one side of the table and we were on the other side and they have like this book and it's like a flip page so it stands up and so she flips the pages and she's like she has this little pointer stick for him again all of this is probably different because of covid sure and so, like, you know, don't touch this, don't touch that. And here's the stick. And so he loved this pointer stick It had, like, a hand, like, with a finger on the end. <laughs> okay. And he just thought, I'm like, great, I'm going to have to go buy on this stupid pointer stick. Um, and so it was weird. Like, it started out, like, point to the dog. And it would be a picture of, like, a dog, a bunny, and a cat or whatever. And he'd have yeah. to point to the dog. And then it was, like, okay, finish this sentence. And then it would be a picture of, like, a sister and a brother. The sister's eating ice cream with her. And Lincoln is prompted to say brother. Okay. Or she doesn't want this book. She wants that book. Which book does she want? And so Link really struggled in those areas. So he...
1: Is, Is it because, like, he hasn't gotten that far scholastically?
0: So, I mean, I don't know what they test for, right? Like, they... So he did... So he scored average for his age and everything except for grammar. Okay. Um by the way this was kind of surprising because like his teacher has basically been like okay so the reason we did the assessment is because the school he's currently in specializes in speech and language and like if kids with learning disabilities or if if your child has a learning disability this school kind of specializes in the extra help that they might need for learning. Yeah. Um, But they specifically are known for like speech and language. When we put Link in the school, we didn't know that. But when we found out after we were like bonus, because we were already kind of worried about his communication skills. So... Here, you can get funding if your child has a speech delay or has autism or any other kind of learning disability. Preschool is fully covered by our government. Okay. But they have to qualify for that. Yeah. So we have already, as we've discussed in the show, we have Link enrolled in another preschool because of my run-in with <laughs> the preschool director. Yes. At his current school things have been good there and then a COVID happened. So of course he's not in school anymore. Um, Basically the director who he really likes the one I don't love so much basically said like he hundred percent has a speech delay and he will hundred percent be covered to come here if you choose to bring him here. So one of the reasons we didn't want him to go to that school is because it's almost twice the price as any other preschool. And Sean and me have agreed that like, some people don't even send their kids to preschool and like, he's probably going to get a lot out of any preschool he goes to. Like, do we really need him in the best preschool? Yeah. Well, if he has a speech delay, possibly.
1: <laughs> well, sure. And especially if it's free.
0: Exactly. So if I don't have to pay for this like fancy dancy speech school, hundred percent, why wouldn't I send him there? I can totally suck it up with my differences with this, with the director. Okay. So fast forward to today. So we have the speech assessment. Basically, so that we can make a decision on which school he goes to. Yeah. I've already like, I, I speak to my son every day. The director basically has told me 100% he has a speech delay, he will be covered. I basically went into this speech assessment going like, well, we already know the answer, but this will just get it on paper. So we have qualification and then we can make the decision. So, it's, a, it's an, an hour-long assessment, which for a three-year-old who already, like, struggles with his attention span, was yeah. very long for him. And were you? So, like, i assume assuming
1: you were sitting there right next to him the whole yeah, time? Yes,
0: so I was sitting next to him. And so, like, there would be, like, a small break every, like, ten minutes. Like, she would be organizing, and I'd tell Link to, like, get up and jump around and, like, get his wiggles yeah. out. Because <laughs> I'm like, oh, my God. Like, I don't know if all three-year-olds are like this. Like, I feel like Link is pretty good at sitting yeah. quietly. It's- but, like... I mean, even even I was like, I want to look at my phone. Like, I'm fucking bored. This has been yeah. an hour.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Why not on my Switch?
0: Yeah, seriously. So the whole way through, I'm like, oh, man. Like, he's not doing so good at the speech assessment. <laughs> I'm a good parent, right? Like, oh, yeah. God, he's failing this miserably. So at the end, I didn't expect to get the results right away at all. Like, I thought, like, in a week, they would call you and be like, okay, this is what we came up with. But she's like, okay, so I've, I've gone through everything. And for his age, he's basically right on par with where he should be. And, I'm like, I'm pretty sure my mouth dropped. I'm like, really? She goes, yeah, no, everything's good. The only thing he struggles with a little bit is grammar. Um, and she goes, like, he should know his versus her or, like, horses versus horse. And he okay. really doesn't. Like, if he if he sees horses in a field, he'll go, oh, look at the horse. He'll never say, look at the horses. Okay little things. And she said like she even like showed me a graph. She's like this is where he is and this is where we'd like him to be. And it was like this tiny little like gap. Yeah. And like I mean they're not there to make you feel good about your kids, right? Like they're there to be direct with you. Like she's not trying to make me feel better. So I'm like, "Oh, okay." I'm like I'm like I got to tell you. I'm very surprised by these results.
1: <laughs> nice.
0: She's like, "Oh, okay. Well, we'll talk to Miss Miss Cheryl the director." And so Cheryl comes down and like a part of me, I
1: and this is the one you it's don't awful. like?
0: This is the one I, I don't want to say don't like. This is I the one like you've had the clash paired. with. But yes, I've, I, we have clashing personalities, let's okay. just say. There was something really satisfying about her telling me over and over and over that like 100% she knows Link has a speech delay. It was really great to be like, huh, guess he doesn't have a speech delay. Like, I'm, I'm sad that we didn't get funding. Like, of course, like, that would have been nice to have free school. But, like, there's been a couple times she said stuff to me that I'm, like, that, like, she kind of comes off, like, I'm the expert and I know. And she's been incorrect about that every time it kind of makes me feel good as a parent. I'm, like, I know my kid. Like, and to be fair, he has jumped leaps and bounds in the last month with his speech. Like, even my mom has commented. Like, people around us have commented on how well he's speaking compared to where he was at even a few weeks ago. Yeah. But I was a little surprised by the results. Not going to lie. Um, I'm happy. I'm disappointed we don't get to have free school. I mean, that's, yeah. you know, the government's going to pay for crap. I'll, I'll take it. But it's good he doesn't need any extra. Like, he would have had to have gone to, like, two to three extra, like, um, I guess, classes every week. Yeah. With for his speech, recommended, not mandatory, but recommended. And when stuff's recommended, you know, they usually want you to do it. Hence it's recommended.
1: So okay, so does does this mean that the decision is now made that he will change to the other preschool?
0: So it's funny because it probably wouldn't have been that black and white, but Miss Cheryl was there. And you have to keep in mind, Link adores this teacher. Like he still talks about her. He loves her like from his core he just loves this teacher and like amy's a teacher with young people yeah like young i don't think she teaches that little but she Not has that right? little
1: i mean she did like a preschool thing for like a year once but her hers went mean, from like like kindergarten a little bit like a, like a little bit of pre-k through fourth grade was what okay. she was the art teacher of for a few years
0: I mean, I've met Amy. I cannot imagine a student of hers after not seeing them for two, three months coming up and being like, oh, Miss Beeler and her being like, oh, it's nice to see you. She like she's that I cold. Just, she's just so monotone. And I'm thinking you work with little, little children. Like we're not talking older elementary like Ryan and Camille's age. We're like, eh, you know, you got to like. We live in a world where if you're too, I guess, loving with your with your students and and affectionate with your students, you know, that can be maybe taken the wrong way. And people are weird, although I don't understand how that's even a thing, because teachers are such a big part of our kids lives. But anyway, we're talking three and four year old kids here.
1: I- so it, it's, it's funny you brought up uh, Amy and students and stuff like that. Um, I guess recently, and I don't know, I don't remember what the prompting for this was. Amy actually wrote to a number of her old students, and granted, she she had the entire school. Like every student in the school was one of her students because she was the yep. art teacher. And so uh, she wrote to him, and then she would get letters back from a number. Like, I'd go out and get the mail, and you'd see it. And you could tell, like, kid handwriting and Mrs. Beeler and and whatever else on it. And Aww. and she was always just, like, so happy when she'd get these letters. So, yeah, that like, kind of blows me away That's a what I bit. picture.
0: Like, for me, I know, like, I'm kind of maybe over the top with kids, and I, I just love kids so much. And, like, just can't imagine being a preschool teacher and not being like, oh, my God. Like, if, I, if basically every student came in, I'd be like, oh my gosh, Lincoln, we miss you so much. Like, I can't hug you because, you know, they are viruses. But I really miss you. And, like, I don't know if she, and she... Like, there's obviously a reason Link really likes her. So, like, maybe she just doesn't need to be like that. I don't know. All of the kids adore this teacher. So, and also maybe she's just different when the parents aren't around. I don't know. Like, I want to give her some credit. Um, but I just, when we were there... So, the, the reason the decision was made for a Link to go, just go to this other school that I've already enrolled him in is while I was there I said so come September like I need, to, we need to think about this now that he's not going to be covered um, but come September like what are you guys making any changes due to coronavirus and she kind of belittled me and said like well by then we'll be at stage four like we'll be able to just be normal and I thought Will I we- mean I get that I get that, like, in theory, maybe, but also, like, how about, like, well, we're planning to have extra time so we can wash the kids' hands more often, or we're going to have hand sanitizers, hand sanit- hand sanitizing stations around the classroom. What, Like, little things, like, that's sure. kind of what I was looking for, just, like, acknowledging that it's a thing now and it's not going away. And yes, we do need to like probably get back to more normalcy, but until I there's the a new vaccine. normal is very different. Yeah. Like it was just kind of like, why are you talking to me like this? So I, I told Sean this and Sean's like, I just, I don't even, I don't even deal with her and I don't like her. I'm like, okay, you know what? This other school is so sweet. And, like, I've, I've talked about it on the show, like, the, oh, yeah. the one guy, Jason, was just like, oh, like, Link, you like space? I like space. What? You're named after a video game? I love Zelda. And I'm like, that's how I would talk to kids and, like, how I want my kids to talk to you. Like, I want my kids to feel like they're special. Sure. And no, they can't do anything because there are limitations to what you can do in life. I'm sorry. But, like, maybe at three, they don't need to know that yet. <laughs> you want to be an astronaut? Great let's find a way at three years old to talk about space all the time with you. So decision made, my kid doesn't have a speech delay. We know what school he's going to. If he goes to school, that's the next thing. Like we're just going <sighs> to, he's I, enrolled. So like, I'm not getting a refund. It is what it is. Come September. We'll decide if he actually goes. I maybe wave two will hit. Who knows?
1: God, it has been, it has been so crazy. And, you know, just bringing up the school side of it, you know, so, so first of all, uh, depending on where you are in the U.S., some schools have been out for a week or so now. Like back in Texas, the schools that they went to, they end late May, right? Here it goes oh, to like right. June 19th or something like that.
0: Oh, for summer, you mean?
1: Yeah, yeah, before summer yeah. starts, right? Um, so, you know, my kids are still doing school stuff, but it's still just kind of like, kind of? <laughs> like they have assignments, <laughs> right? And they go online, they do it, and they have these Zoom meetings, but... Like Ryan forgot he had a Zoom meeting yesterday, and kind of lost track of time, so he missed his Zoom meeting. And I don't think there's any like fallout or repercussion at all from I mean, that. How right?
0: can you right? Like, how can he, you?
1: I, I don't know. I, I mean, I agree, right? I I agree, but like, it's Ryan's just like
0: I had the time zones wrong. <laughs> <it's>,
1: <laughs> he's like I just needed one more match of Fortnite, which is what he was doing when the Zoom meeting was going on. You're still playing Fortnite that morning. Even better um but like i don't know we don't know how, we don't we have no idea when it's gonna when it's gonna end and camille like you could tell how much more this you know affects camille than ryan because ryan is perfectly happy to get online with his friends and play mm-hmm. like we we have started going on walks i mean we've been going on walks for a while but we've started when we go on a walk in the evening like after dinner we'll message his friend's mom who lives in our neighborhood and his friend will join us. You know, they'll walk. I mean, are they really six feet apart? I don't know. They try. They also really, really social isolate themselves. And for the most part, we do too, ever I you know, work and mm-hmm. have to go to the store way too many times. um, But, you know, they do keep their distance and you could see how much fun he has just walking and talking. And it's funny. Like you should hear the conversations. It is so great. The entire, the entire walk, both times we've done this, they've talked about guns and Fortnite. Like that has been the entire <laughs> conversation. <laughs>
0: You're like you can be doing this online
1: yeah um but you know he handles it pretty good Camille, you could just see it it, it it's eating her yeah you know and she's got one friend who is really good Someone i really appreciate being her friend right from the little mm-hmm. i know about this girl and we've talked about trying to get them together in a appropriate manner but one mm-hmm. of the big problems is, like, she is not doing any kind like, from, my, from what Camille is telling me, like, this girl is really not doing any kind of isolating. Mm. Like, out playing with all different types of friends and all that stuff. And it's like, ugh, like, I want her to get together with this friend, but I can't. Like, I, that that right there increases the risk to a point, like, past where I'm willing to go, you know? It's so,
0: it's so tough because, like, I feel like ever since things, like, for us, I think we're in a similar situation with how things are opening up. Um, Like our, like our towns are opening up. Like for us, like a lot of the stores have started opening and like hairdressers have opened. And at first I was just like, well, this is bad. Like this isn't going to be good. Yeah. So, so this all started, I think May 23rd was like the first day, like just everything started kind of getting back to normal. Yeah. And it was, like, that day everyone was just, like, getting together with, like, 90 different people in their backyard for barbecues and shared food and shared bathrooms. And it's, like, they've literally said, like, get together with people but social distance and don't share food and don't share bathrooms. (laughs) And so Sean and me are just kind of, like, you know what, I'm not saying we're not going to take part in, like, what's happening and, like, eventually we do have to maybe leave our house but let's let people go out and do their thing for a couple of weeks and then we'll go from there. And I think it was the day before yesterday. Yeah. Whatever. A few days ago, I took my kids to HomeSense.
1: Yeah, you told me.
0: And like I definitely did not think that was going to happen for a long time. But you know what? Like HomeSense here. So first of all, I restricted them to the stroller. Like okay. so Link when we go shopping usually walks and then Ellie's in the stroller or the shopping cart. So I didn't want a shopping cart. Although they sanitize the hell out of them. yeah. Um, but I still, I put them both in the stroller. I explained to Link that we're going in. He can't touch anything and he can't get out of the stroller. And he was to- he was just so excited to be shopping. Like, he loves shopping. And so we went in and, like, I have my, my bottle of Lysol wipes and my own hand sanitizer. And then I wear a mask. And as soon as you get there, they make you do hand sanitizer. And then if you have, if you need a cart, they give you one. They provide you one. Like, there's, like... You feel like you're going into like a nightclub because there's like four door people. Yeah. Like there's one outside to make sure that not too many people go in. There's two inside, one telling you to sanitize your hands, one telling you like if you need a cart, here's a clean one. And then there's another person at the exit like guiding you out. <laughs> um, and HomeSense is like empty. Like the shelves are empty right now. It's so bizarre. I've is never it seen empty because like
1: it. all of a sudden people could shop and so they went and bought everything, or is it empty because they just haven't been able to restock?
0: So I think both. I think it's a combo of both because yeah. when Homestead's open, I waited like two weeks before I went because I had no rush. I just had a return I really wanted to do. And I'm like, I don't want to leave it too long. And then they're like, well, yeah. you know, we were giving you guys time, but it has been 30 days since we were open. <laughs> yeah. Um. So that was like my main purpose for going. But the first Two days it opened. There was a one-hour lineup wait outside of every HomeSense and Marshalls and Winners in like my city.
1: Jeez, I'm
0: like, this is like, because I'm in this moms group, so I get all like the what's the lineup like at HomeSense? <laughs> that's like the main things. <laughs> the updates on. I always want. Um, so we have like this really, really big home sense in our city, and someone took pictures, and I I will share them. It's literally, literally, the shelves are empty. There's nothing on them. It's God. so bizarre. Um, anyways, I felt good. And so when we left there, like Link was really, I wasn't sure if Link would be okay with staying in the stroller because he's not used to that. Like he's very routine and that's very out of our routine. He was just happy to be shopping. And so like, there was a book he wanted. So like, I took my Lysol wipes and I wiped the book down and then I let him have it. Um, and then after, so EB games is in the same parking lot as home sense, like, of course, Michael's, which is like my trifecta of stores um so lincoln goes mommy can we go to the mario store now and i'm like ah oh. like i'm really like i'm really not super keen on taking my kids shopping yet like it's yeah. not in this situation i really did need to go and i didn't have a babysitter so like yeah i, I know home sense doesn't seem like a need but for me it was because i had a photo shoot doesn't matter eb games so not like anything we needed to do so i'm like well i don't even know if it's open like i i'm like we'll go peek in if there's lots of people in there if it's open and there's lots of people in there we're not going in well i peeked in and it was literally the, the two people that work there so i'm like okay again you have to stay in the stroller and they were even crazier than HomeSense. they provided me with a mask when i walked in they made me hand sanitize and they told me like there's certain things i'm not allowed to touch like they're like if you need help with the clothing, please let us know. You're not to touch the clothing because we can't sanitize it. Um, if you need a stuffed animal, they're all in the back. Let us know and we'll go look. And I'm like, wow. like, And he goes, we we wipe down everything in the store like every hour.
1: So I, I went to GameStop not that long ago. I had to make a return. It's the only reason I went. And there was no, like, there's still no going in the store there. Like, we are in, yeah. so we are in, I think, phase one or whatever they call it so are we right but ours does not allow the opening of those stores i don't think because i think all our stores like that like we have stores that are open like target and yeah
0: and the hardware stores or whatever central, right, right?
1: I, I mean sure they, they are deemed that whether they are or yes. not um but all those other places still aren't open and i think our county so i, I want to say like maybe two-thirds of the counties uh, in the state are in phase two which actually I think mm. allows restaurants to be open at 25% capacity and different things like that. Uh, the strip in the middle, like where we are, like none of them are like where Seattle is, where we are and right below us and stuff like that. Uh, but I think when they've applied for it, I don't know if they'll get, I don't know if they've met the criteria to move into phase right. two. Um, so we
0: have 50 or f- so when I, t- the day I took my kids to home sense, so I'm sure it's even lower now, but the day I took my kids to home sense, which was maybe a week ago, um, we had 50 or less active cases in my whole city of, I don't know, a million people. You and, got me real
1: curious to how many cases we have here. Well, something I'll look up after we'll look it up yeah. after, but
0: so our feet, our phase one include like a lot of our restaurants opened, um, at limited capacity. That's one thing like Sean and me agree. Like that's not something we're willing to do at this point. Yeah. Um, we, we introduced my mom back into our lives and you know, my, my sean's parents we've kind of been letting them come over and i'm not really enforcing social distancing but like maybe don't like hug and kiss on the kids right now yeah we've definitely become a lot more relaxed um but like we're still not doing a lot of what a lot of people are doing
1: (laughs) sure sure
0: And, like, we're happy to be that way. Like, there's just no rush. Like, I did book a hair appointment because look at this. Look at this Ariana Grande hair.
1: That is very long.
0: This is on top of my head.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That's crazy. So, uh, the the last thing I'll tell you about real quick. Um, uh, So, I'm going to have to fly soon.
0: Right. Oh, yeah. That's weird. So, when you fly with work, is it, like, commercial air? Or, like, we have flights... Um, so a lot of people here fly to like Fort McMurray for work, and they do like I'm pretty sure they have like their own airlines for that, but maybe I'm wrong. But if they do, it's like these tiny little jets.
1: No, no, this, this, is, this is this is going to be commercial commercial airlines. I'll probably fly Alaska. Uh, I, I'm going to one of two places. I'll find out later today. It's depending on which place it is depends on what date I'm going. Um, if it's back to Pennsylvania, which is I think what's looking the, the like the likeliest okay then uh it's like a what like a five hour flight four and a half hour flight something like that uh and so my company sent out this thing recently it's like here's what you have to do when you fly and there's like a powerpoint for it and all this stuff and so i went through that yesterday and then i have to order this like travel kit that comes with like the n95 masks and the uh, um the wipes so you can wipe everything down and hand sanitizer and gloves and something else so there comes with all this stuff in this little kit so my from what my company tells me when I fly, I have to wear an N95 mask. Now, yeah. I don't know when the last time you wore an N95 mask was. When
0: but, I in the, well, I, only when I got fitted for it.
1: Okay. So they, and we, you and I have talked about this, how like, you have to get fitted for it. Mm-hmm. My company cannot tell us we have to do it because if you say you have to do it, then you have to fit people for it. Yes. And the amount it would cost to fit everyone in the company for it just outweighs Like the amount it would cost and the the time to do it, all that stuff makes it so that basically they're like, if you're in these conditions, you damn well better do it. But we can't Mm -hmm. tell you you have to. So
0: That's interesting. And like the thing with the N95 masks is if you're not fit tested for them, they're really, I mean, and maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm totally wrong on this. But my understanding is they're really quite ineffective unless you're fitted properly for them. Well, yeah, but
1: uh, I mean, yes and no yes because you need to make sure that your your face fits it right or whatever and beards and stuff like that are gonna be the big thing that gets in the way but no because they don't make like a whole bunch of different sizes of these things it's not like oh mm-hmm. i need the n95 22 or what i don't know just throw a random number in there for a thing mm-hmm. you know it's it's here is it and here's how you put it on right and there's way to like put it on and test it and make sure you have a a decent seal and whatever but here's the kicker for those things because i've worn those i wore those for an outage i had to do that was like I think i got to work at like 6 a.m and i left at like 11 p.m and i had one on almost the entire day like when i would go out where i was walking around the plant and no one else is around me i would take it off and have it like around my chin but then when i went mm-hmm. back inside where another person was i'd put it you know fully on and my nose was destroyed by this thing oh, because there. it has that like the sticky stuff there yeah and this is what this is what i'm gonna be dealing with like in in theory from when i leave my house until i get into my rental car in pennsylvania i'm going to have to be wearing one of these masks and yeah. it's going to be terrible
0: you should just get like um one of those blow up um unicorn outfits
1: i mean i don't think i could do it on the plane <laughs> I, I have heard and i don't know how much this is changing now but for a while like Flights were almost empty. Like, apparently, first class would get like booked up real fast because it was so well, cheap. But, like, oh, well, it's because it was so cheap. Yeah. So people would fly first class, but like the rest of the plane is like almost empty. So it's easy to stay like distances from people. So if I'm distances from people, like, but then again, yeah, it's recirculated, no recirculated
0: air, air. I don't know. um It's going to suck. It's weird, though, because I've seen and who knows, you know, you see stuff on the Internet and who knows how accurate it is. But I have seen pictures of people posting from flights specifically from Vancouver. And like it's like this guy going through the airport and he's got a physical distance from everyone in the airport and wear a mask and sanitize and do all this stuff. And then he gets on the plane. And he's it's a packed plane. And he's like, but this. (laughs) Yeah,
1: I, I don't know what to expect. Like, I will be able to look at the the seating and stuff ahead of time. And then also, like, right before I leave and stuff. But I mean. I got to do what I got to do. I've got I've got to get there. And so you I'm know, hoping it's right. not the worst thing in the world. I'm also yes. hoping flights will stay pretty empty.
0: Well, and that that's tough too for your kids. So like for us, like I've basically been social distancing. Yes, I went to HomeSense the other day and like we took all the precautions and there was literally no one else in the store. And yes, we're seeing my mom and yes, I have a haircut booked on June 16th, which by the way that's 2 weeks from now. My hair is going to be like down to the floor. Um, but I'm also like, I'm specifically using a hairdresser who has home salons, so I won't be around other people and like she has kids. So I know like she's going to do everything in her power to make sure her salon, her home salon is safe. I've also only booked a haircut so that I'm not there very long. Although again, this mop, it's hard to say how long I'll be there. Yeah. Um, but in saying that, like if we had older kids, at least if, we were approached by people that said like, Hey, we, our daughter wants to play with your daughter. We've been social distancing. Is it okay if they get together and like, we'll do our best to make sure they physical distance, whatever. That's going to be more difficult for you because you're like, well, not, not only like, am I working, but like I am flying around the country.
1: (laughs) Yeah, no, it's going to be interesting. Um, And it's one of those things that when I come home, which I mean, I get home super late at night when I come home. So it's usually everyone's asleep. So I'll come home and I'll go straight into the shower and burn my clothes and...
0: Well, but you'll have to... Will you have to quarantine for two weeks after you've flown? No. Aren't you supposed to? I don't know. I think you're supposed to.
1: I don't know. I honestly don't know. I mean, it can't be because I have to like... So I, I want to say that there are certain states like Texas, funny enough, if you fly into Texas, you have to quarantine for two weeks is my from what I've been told. Right. Um, but I, I can't quarantine. I can't fly to I can't I can't fly to, to Pennsylvania and quarantine there for longer than it takes me to do my job there. Right. Like it doesn't work that way. So I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen. It's going to be ridiculous.
0: I'm trying to find your, your state here. Oh, Why well, is this opening? I don't know.
1: We'll look up afterwards. But uh, Chelsea, do you have anything else? Anything else for any fine listener that might be listening that is getting a little, basically <laughs> a little update with our lives this time and hopefully a little chuckle out of out of the link stories? <laughs>
0: um, oh, I do have one more thing because okay. speaking of link stories. So my son is obsessed with weather. I don't know if you knew this. Like <laughs> every morning, the first thing he does is check the temperature on our nest. Yeah. And then he likes to compare it to what Google says because it doesn't always match, and he thinks it's hilarious when they don't match. Okay. So if like our temperature um, on the Nest is 17 degrees, he'll be like, "Hey Google, what's the temperature right now?" It's totally gonna respond to me. That's funny. Um, and it'll be like 16 degrees, and he's like, "Nope." <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, then he'll look outside and be like, "It's sunny today," so I wanted Sean has a green screen. And he's got like all these cute little blazers and stuff. So I'm totally going to do like a daily weather update with Link. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> uh, I have to figure out how to make it happen. But he, I asked him if he wanted to do it. And he's like, yes, I do. <laughs> I'm like, okay. Nice. So you might get a video on my kid tantruming at the Toyota dealership. And then next day, a weather update.
1: That would be amazing. I cannot wait to see how he reacts to the fact that that car is actually Aww. yours. And not just one that he's looking at. Um, Chelsea uh, it's time to get out of here in case you did not know this is apparently called a parenting podcast Uh, I've been told recently that I really should start saying that at the beginning not by someone who listens but by someone else I had a conversation with about podcasting um weird i am i'm obviously johnny casino she's chelsea capri you can follow me at johnny underscore casino on twitter j-o-n-n-y underscore casino on twitter and she is at chelsea capri 23 chelsea like the chris capri like sean 23 uh hit us up hit me up hit me up and let me know i am curious about this single car thing and like the situation i am in right now i'm gone so much i mean i haven't been this year but uh the rest of the year i'm gonna be gone a lot and I can, in theory, you know, take Lyft or Uber or whatever to the airport. Uh, my next-door neighbor is actually an Uber driver, and uh, I can easily <laughs> so schedule that with him ahead of time. I like the guy. He's a real nice guy.
0: I don't doubt it.
1: Um, but I can easily schedule that with him ahead of time, so I'm not worried about if I'm going to get a ride in the morning. Um, so, so anyways, let me know. Let me know if this is something I should look more into. Um, anyway... Chelsea, final thought?
0: Nope, nope,
1: nothing. Nope. Nothing, nope, nothing. Nope, nope. All right, guys, we are exhausted. We are tired. We are going to get out of here, and we'll talk to you next week.